This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Welcome to the broadcast. You know, commercials, television, radio, doesn't matter. I've always loved them, good or bad. I loved them. They're commercials. However, some stick out and just scream at me while they're on to say something. So, I will. Here's the ad. Living with chronic migraine feels like each day is a game of chance. I wanted to put the odds in my favor, so my doctor told me about Botox, an FDA-approved treatment that significantly reduces headache days for adults with chronic migraine, 15 or more headache days a month, each lasting four hours or more. It's shown to prevent headaches and migraines before they start. And it's injected by my doctor once every 12 weeks. Effects of Botox may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away, as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness can be signs of a life-threatening condition. Side effects may include allergic reactions, neck and injection site pain, fatigue, and headache. Don't take Botox if there's a skin infection. Tell your doctor your medical history, muscle or nerve conditions, and medications including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. Put the odds on your side. Visit BotoxChronicMigraine.com to learn how to save on your treatment. Talk to a headache specialist today about Botox. Mm. Okay. I know that this is audio, not video. So I'll go through it for you because these ads drive me insane. The calming music, comfortable, happy photos after a struggle with a headache photo or whatever the product is supposed to fix. You know that. It's fascinating to me that in this commercial, unless they go to full screen with the pictures or mini videos, they're showing you this on the side of dice. So I guess it's a roll of the dice if it's going to work or not. I guess. Okay, so the beginning and throughout the commercial, you're shown the Botox logo and underneath the real name, the Anabotentolamoxin A injection, or just the Botox logo. And I love how they produce them. They really, these companies, 
know how to produce these commercials. Botox for chronic migraines. They remind you on the screen that the lady walking her dog, a patient portrayal. The female voice begins, living with chronic migraines feels like a each day is a game of chance. I wanted to put the odds in my favor. So my doctor told me about Botox. The screen changes. Middle of the screen in capital letters, chronic migraine. Bottom of the screen, smaller letters. Botox is not approved for adults with migraine who have 14 or fewer headache days a month. Still the female voice. An FDA-approved treatment that significantly reduces headache days for adults with chronic migraine, 15 or more headache days a month, each lasting four hours or more. Screen change. Middle of the screen, all caps. Prevent headaches and migraines before they start. Bottom of the screen, small letters. Botox prevents an average of eight to nine headache days of migraine, probable migraine days a month versus six to seven for placebo. Still the female voice. It's shown to prevent headache and migraine. Middle screen change, all caps, once every 12 weeks. Still female voice before they start, and it's injected by my doctor once every 12 weeks. Male voice now. Happy outdoor pics on screen. The effects of Botox may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Bottom screen change, smaller letters. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. The male voice continues. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness can be signs of life-threatening condition. Happy family pic on screen. Bottom screen change, smaller letters. Allergic reactants can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Male voice continues. Side effects may include allergic reactions, neck and injection site pain, fatigue and headache. Rotating happy family vacation and sleeping pics on screen. Don't take Botox if there's a skin infection. Bottom screen change, smaller letters, including ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, miasma gravis, and Lambert-Eaton syndrome. The male voice continues. Tell your doctor your medical history, muscle or nerve conditions, and medications, including antibiotics. And these may increase the risk of serious side effects. Rotating happy family pics and comfortable sleeping on the screen. Bottom of the screen chain, smaller letters. Prescription only. See our ad in good housekeeping. They give you a toll-free number, too. Female voice. With the happy human gathering in the park. All smiles pick. Many videos. Put the odds on your side. Visit BotoxChronicMigraine.com. Learn how to save on your treatment. Screen has the website, a Visa bank card, entitled saving card. Bottom of the screen has the company logo of Allergan and company info. Female voice still. Talk to a headache specialist today about Botox. Unbelievable. Because it sounds like There's not a lot of people that's going to help. That's just me. I want to, you know, give you my disclaimer. It may very well help some people. You know that. But I personally just love <laughs> how they put the commercials together. And they tell you all that could go wrong. They give you all the disclaimers. And they're making you feel like nothing is going to happen but a beautiful life after you take it. Everything about the ad. Nothing is going to happen but a beautiful life after you take it. But while they're telling, showing you that, they're telling you uh, what the disclaimers are and what the problems could be. 
Now, knowing all that, actually, I think that might turn into my new disclaimer. (laughs) If while listening, you experience difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness, it may be signs of life-threatening condition. Alert your doctor right away. If you feel the urge to continue listening, do so at your own risk, as it may be the thing that prepares you for the afterlife. <laughs> that is, I think that's my new disclaimer. Now, listen to the ad again, knowing all that stuff is going on. It is, just remember, think to yourself how good it is. And I'll remind you what's going on. Well, you know, the happy pics on the screen. It's unbelievable to me how they do it. I love it. I love it. They're, they do a fantastic job. All right, Botox. Living with chronic migraine feels like each day is a game of chance. I wanted to put the odds. Lady walking her dog is a patient so my portrayal. Doctor told me about Botox, an FDA-approved treatment that significantly reduces headache days for adults with chronic migraine. Fifteen or more headache days a month, each lasting four hours or more. It's shown to prevent headaches and migraines before they start, and it's injected by my doctor once every twelve weeks. Effects of Botox may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Mail this bottom of the screen. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Problems or muscle weakness can be signs of a life-threatening condition. Happy family pick on the screen. Reactions, neck and injection site pain, fatigue, and headache. Don't take Botox if there's a skin infection. Tell your doctor your medical history, muscle or nerve conditions, and medications including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. Put the odds on your side. Visit BotoxChronicMigraine.com to learn how to save on your treatment. Talk to a headache specialist today about Botox. Yes, talk to them today. That is unbelievable. I, for me, I don't want to shoot Botox in my for headaches. What about making your face tight? Yeah, need not for that either. Now, the networks, as long as we're on commercials, the networks are going to air the Botox commercial, but. They have a hard time airing the Lane Bryant ad. Um, The Lane Bryant ad, this body campaign that shows women, well, naked. You assume they're naked. I mean, the shots they show you on the screen make it appear that they're actually naked. they, They probably are, but you don't see everything. You just know that they're naked. Now, the horror and a lot of the, you know, a lot of the women are in underwear and they're, you know, they've got clothes on and they're showing their stomach and their midriff and their legs, just like any model ad. But the horror of this ad, the women are not Victoria's Secret models. They're large women. I, I mean, I'm sorry, full-figured women that look a lot like Everyday women we see throughout America every stinking day. I mean, that's what Lane Bryant was so upset about as they tweeted claiming that NBC and ABC refused to air the positive body image commercial featuring, and did I say large? I meant plus size models. Now, According to Lane Bryant's spokesman, both networks rejected the spot as is. NBC said it would need minor edits to meet broadcast indecency guidelines. What? Now, an NBC spokesman vehemently, 
that's in the story too, vehemently denied Lane Bryant's claims, saying they were untrue. As part of the normal advertising standards process, we reviewed a rough cuff into the ad and asked the minor editors to comply with broadcast and decency guidelines. The ad was not rejected, and we welcome an updated creative. Hmm. ABC, we're not commenting. Now, the ad, uh, this body campaign, shows uh, women in underwear. They're dancing around. You assume they're naked. You don't really see full nudity. One woman is breastfeeding. Oh, no. You don't really see anything. You just, there's the baby, and the baby appears to be breastfeeding. I mean, I I have a hard time thinking that's broadcast in decency rules. I've seen a lot of the network television shows show me as much or more. Here's the ad. This body. This body? This body? Made for turning heads. This body is made for proving them wrong. It's made for being bold, powerful, and sexy. This body? This body? This body is made for love. This body? It's made for rocking denim. This body is made for style. It's made for living. It's made for getting it on. This body? (laughs) It's made for breaking the mold. This body is made for starting a revolution. What's your body made for? Hashtag this body. And remember, if while listening you experience difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness, it may be signs of a life-threatening condition. Alert your doctor right away. If you feel the urge to continue listening, do so at your own risk, as it may be the thing that prepares you for the afterlife. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. The Jeff Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you wish to join it. You know, we can go through some headlines here. We've got a lot to get to today and some really fascinating stories that uh, I want to I share with you. But, uh, you know, we have some arrests in uh, Paris for the raids of the Paris attacks. Uh, they arrested uh, Abdesalam, uh, Salah Abdesalam. He was wounded in the arrest in Brussels, and uh, they believe that the, I guess they were going to start questioning him today. He is not in. Uh, I'm not sure what kind of condition he's in, but I don't care. But I guess they're going to start questioning him today, and they expect that. Uh, he will give them, uh, I believe the quote was, a wealth of information. And I say good luck with that. I want him to be a wealth of information. Because he's been on the run for four months. 
And so there's plenty of people that have been helping him and uh, hiding him and housing him and feeding him. So let's, you know, use him and get what we need. Salah Abdesalam, captured in Brussels, part of the Paris attacks. We had NASA uh, launch... uh, Astronauts and two cosmonauts are going to stay up at the space station for a six-month stay. Not a year in space like Scott Kelly, but they're up there. They're heading for it. And if you're a German female, uh, they want you as an astronaut. They want you. So good luck, God bless. I would love to do it. It's just I don't know that I could. The close quarters would just drive me insane. Plus, I don't think they have fat guy seating. When you look at how they travel, it's a type spaces. There's not a lot of room for the uh, you know the seat belt seat belt extension, <laughs> and you're not in the tilt back. You're not in the lazy boy. You're in uh, that one shot of of Scott Kelly and the two people that flew up with him. Uh, it was they were close quarters. And that's not even, I mean, the space station would be like uh, an estate compared to how they traveled there. So good luck to them and have fun up there for months to come. Months to come. Uh, Don't forget you can uh, tweet me, at JeffyMRA. Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. Instagram, at JeffyMRA. Always happy to hear from you. Always. Uh, this is Blaze Radio Network. You're going to have uh, Michael Pelka immediately following this broadcast. Then a little best of Jay Severin, but Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Pags, all live, all today on the Blaze Radio Network. So there's no place, you know, you need not go anywhere else. I mean, my gosh, it's insane for you to go somewhere else. But as I was looking, we've got, you know, I've got a lot of stuff Um uh, a lot of stuff to get to today that uh, is fascinating, and we'll get to a little a little politics as as, as much as I can take. Because it's I know, listen, I know that this show hopefully takes you a little bit away from that, but it's so part of our life now; it's hard not to comment on it. It really is. But I was looking through some of the headlines on my smartphone as you and I sit down together on on this broadcast day and I'm seeing what the stories are and there's all kinds of political stories of course so people are just in love with you know who despite no matter what it is that man sucks the air out of a room and it's all about him he does know how to do that better than anyone no question. Sad news out of Russia. A plane crash with 61 aboard. Crashed. Um, I am in love with... Uh, no, I was going to do a political story. I almost was going to do a political story. I'll save that. I'll save that for the political story section of the broadcast. Because it drives me... <sighs> drives me crazy. It drives me crazy. We definitely have to get to the Hulk Hogan story. I will get to that. Um, that's fascinating. 
fascinating story to me. Um, I always kind of liked Hulk. He was okay. In fact, I, you know, I used to see him every day for you know a number of years when when our kids were going to school together. But this, you know, his whole life. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about the Hulk Hogan story. His whole life changed when they did the, and and the family's life changed when they did the reality show. And I knew him just before they signed that deal for the reality show. And boy, after that, their life was in turmoil. And we will definitely have to talk about that. No problem. So much more to get to on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, tweet me, Jeffy MRA, Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio, Instagram, Jeffy MRA. I mean, what more do you need, really? It's just that. We can communicate that way. <laughs> Jeez. The Jeff Fisher Show, the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Welcome to the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, Since this is the kickoff broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network on the weekends, it gives a lot of thought to sleep and lack thereof. Sleep. I mean, we all love it, right? I mean, but whether we get enough of it or not is the question, really. Now, over the years, I've worked a lot of shifts. And so I'm at the point now where I need an alarm to wake up. Perhaps that's because I don't get enough sleep. Because for a while, I mean, I hate, I don't know about you, but I hate, and that's not even a strong enough word, detest, despise the alarm. I, mean, I can't, oh. for a number of years, I, and, I, and I've re- I really have taught myself in the past to wake up when I wanted to wake up. Lay down, go to sleep, and I, I learned how to make a, a mental clock, and when I wanted to get up, set the clock, go to sleep and when i when i hit the time in my mental clock head <laughs> i have a mental clock head uh it would uh i would wake up now that works when you're getting enough sleep okay when you're not getting enough sleep and i fully admit i'm not it doesn't work because your body's like uh yeah no um whatever that mental clock head said don't worry about it. You ain't getting up then. And so we have an alarm that wakes us up. That really just drives me insane. Lately, I've taken, and for the longest time, the alarm would go off and I would get up. I'd sit up and, you know, grog my way through waking up. Recently in the near in the near past, I've started using even the snooze button. 
the alarm will go off. And I use my phone alarm. Um, I don't have, I still have a, a clock sitting next to the bed, but why? Why? My favorite clock, which I, we have to, I have to get another one. My favorite clock has the uh, time light that shown up on the ceiling. So that when you wake up in the middle of the night or whatever, you roll over and you want to see what time it is, that time is lit up on the ceiling. I love that. I'm going to have to get another one of those back. I just thought of that. I love that clock. Um, anyway, so I use my phone. You know, I set the alarm on my phone. That's the alarm I use. But I've taken to using the snooze now. Instead of on my phone, there's an, a way that you slide the X and it shuts it off, or you slide the other way, and it just snoozes for another five minutes or however long you set it for. So I've started doing that, and I've found that I feel worse. And then I see this report from Business Insider, uh, their you know, Graham Flanagan from Business Insider, he's one of their uh, video producers, one of their main manager guys who is explaining why the snooze button is bad. We all do it. In fact, I did it three times this morning. Everybody Whoa. hits the snooze button. It's the oh, gateway oh, okay. to that, that 10 minutes of extra sleep that you're certain you need in order to See? truly be ready to attack the day. It wasn't always called snoozing. Sleep scientists in the 1970s Wait. coined the term drockling to describe the action of drifting in and out of sleep in the morning. But Ooh, hitting drockling. the drockling button didn't have a great ring to it, so the process became more commonly referred to as snoozing. Well, when you snooze, you actually lose. <laughs> It turns out those extra Z's to which we treat ourselves are actually bad for you. According to Stanford University sleep specialist Rafael Palayo, it confuses your body and brain. When your alarm See? goes off, that signals the end of your sleep cycle. When you hit the snooze button and fall back asleep, the cycle starts all over again. But when the alarm goes off again, your body thinks, wait, I'm not done with my new sleep cycle yet. And this leads to what the National Sleep Foundation defines as sleep inertia. It's the feeling of grogginess and disorientation that can come from awakening from a deep sleep. It slows down your ability to make decisions and hurts your overall performance. That feeling of grogginess can last around 90 minutes. Not a great way to start the day. But there are some things you can do to kick the habit of hitting the snooze button. First of all, wait. obey your alarm. Get up when it goes off. Uh, do it see, for a few days in a row. According to Palio, this will get your mind and body into a healthy rhythm. Another trick is to move your alarm further away from your bed than you're used hey, to. So you have to yeah, get up and shut that. it off. Finally, just get more sleep. Go to bed earlier, and you'll feel the difference. Together, we can break this vicious cycle of snoozing. Now, I I do remember uh, years ago in my um, my drinking days, uh, setting the alarm on the other side of the room because, uh, you know, you'd, you're, you've been passed out for at least an hour and you needed to get up to go to whatever job you were doing at the time. So, uh, you had to set it up over on the other side of the room and you used an actual alarm clock today. If you don't like, I use my phone. If you use your phone alarm, uh, it rings for, I don't know how long the set is you can go into your settings and find out how long the alarm is set to go off but if you don't hear it 
and it rings for whatever, how many, five minutes, ten minutes, however it's set for, it just shuts off. That just shut off. It's done. Nobody's going to shut me off. I'll shut myself off. I'm not going to sit here and ring for the next two hours. So, I mean, that's, it's fascinating to me how the world works around sleep. We all, we talk about it all the time around this building around. We probably talk about it at your work too, or your, wherever you go during the day of, are you tired today? You didn't get enough sleep. How little emphasis we put on sleep. And yet it's so important. Now, years ago, some of my, and we've talked a little bit about this before in the past uh, on this broadcast about how we sleep different than really what we're supposed to be doing, or at least I don't know what we, I mean. I guess we're supposed to be sleeping the way we're sleeping now, right? That's the way we've progressed because there's electricity, so we're able to move around and be part have a life when it's dark outside but prior to electricity and street lamps and businesses with lights and houses with lights we found that people didn't always sleep in you know that 8 hour chunk or 10 hours or whatever whatever you were getting we used to sleep in two shorter periods and i find actually during vacations this is the way I end up sleeping, which I love. And now I know why I love it, because I'm supposed to be this way. (laughs) You're supposed to, we would use to sleep in two shorter periods. um, And we slept, you know, between eight and 12 hours. Right? You'd sleep for three or four hours. And then you'd be up for two or three hours and then sleep again until daylight or the morning and i mean it talks about in this article that's you know however 100 years old now references are scattered throughout literature court documents personal papers that two-piece sleeping it was they call it two-piece sleeping it was the standard the accepted way now they've talked about in study in stories that they found that you know doctors and homemakers wrote that it was the ideal time between sleeps to study, contemplate between first and second sleep. They talk about uh, going to bed. They talk about that's why people had more children because in... uh, In between first sleep and second sleep was uh, making love time. And then more, most, they would stay in their bed, they'd read, they'd pray. Uh, special prayers were said in the others. They might get up and smoke, talk, family time. Uh, some even, they talked a little bit, there are writings that they would go to neighbors and, uh, talk during, uh, mid sleep. But, and it talks about in this story, it talks about, uh, we still linger toward that. And I do, I mean, I love that. 
I love nothing more than getting up and being up for a little while and then going back to bed. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the best sleep ever for me is second sleep. Yeah, that's right. That's what I'm calling it now, too, just like they did. Okay, Just like our great, 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 great relatives did. They were sleeping in caves, Jeff. I know, but oh well. Now, there was a study. You know, I mean, we love studies here. That uh, they did on exposure to light and its effect on sleep patterns. And in the study, 15 men spent four weeks with daylight artificially restricted. So rather than staying up and active the usual 16 hours a day, they would stay up about 10 and the other 14 hours, they would be in closed, dark room where they would rest and sleep as much as possible. I mean, that's what we need, what we have to do, right? I mean, we should be living that way. And yet, no. Why? Because there's things to do, people to see, places to go. And, I mean, shows to watch on my electronic devices. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. This is The Jeff Fisher Show. That it is. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Hello. Hulk Hogan, Terry Bollea, awarded $115 million yesterday. The jury's still got to come back next week. Consider whether to impose punitive damages. They awarded Hulk $115 million in his invasion of privacy suit against Gawker Media. In this story, they call it awarded the ex-wrestler. Hmm. Guess he won't be stopping by WrestleMania. <sighs> Former editor and Nick Denton, founder of Gawker was being sued for posting the nearly two-minute segment of a Hogan sex tape from 2012. Now, Hogan was asking for $100 million. He got more. So if you're having sex, you get more. If you're just videotaped naked, you get less. Okay, I get that, Aaron Andrews. He didn't say anything after the court, uh, after outside the courtroom yesterday. Just uh, tweeted, "Thank God for justice." Really, Hulk. I don't know how I feel. I'm really torn in this story. I really am. Now, Gawker, of course. I mean, you can plan on serious appeal of this. No question. I mean, they read from a uh, 
already prepared statement outside the courthouse after the verdict. Um, in the statement, it said the jury's inability to consider a trove of recently unsealed documents related to the case. That uh, may be necessary for the appeals court to resolve this case. Uh-huh. The most important witness Denton referred to as radio host Bubba the Love Sponge, who made the video. I don't necessarily know that he was actually there filming, but it was in his bedroom because the video was made with Hulk having sex with Bubba's wife. Now, I will say that, all right, I admit it, I saw the video, okay? Yes, I watched. It was a horrific. I, I had to turn my head, and I watched it more than once because it was so horrible. It actually was bad. It really was. It was nothing to it. I didn't think anything of it. And I really did think it was Bubba and Hulk putting on a show. Um, Hulk, I, I'm out of time already. I was going to tell you my Hulk Hogan story. I'm really torn on this story because Hulk is a big-time you know, in the face of the media guy. And we've seen him in underwear and boots his whole career. So why was, I don't know, why was this much different? I don't know. know. We'll talk about Hulk later, you know. This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. How in the world are you? Eight 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 nine zero zero thirty three ninety three is the phone number. Brandy has that. John, uh, back in New York. I'm just letting you know that I did send it to Brandy last night. Um, it's a little behind-the-scenes chat for you on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. Michael Pelka, Puro Pelka, coming up immediately following this broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network. I don't know what type of gift he's going to be giving away today, but the yeah, the you know the the ideas are endless. So just be prepared for something <laughs> tremendous as a gift while listening to Puro Pelka. <laughs> Because you can count on it, okay? I mean, the worst it would be is what? Maybe a pure Opelka water filtering mug. I mean, that may be the worst that you can think of. 
Then you've got Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, and Joe Pags coming up all live on the Blaze Radio Network today. And then, I mean, uh, Sundays you've got David Barton, Jackie D, Bill Handel. You need, I mean, hello. Monday through Friday, Doc and Skip. Let's see how the schedule goes. Doc and Skip, Glenn Beck, Buck Sexton, Jay Severin, Pat and Stu. I mean, that's a Monday through Friday extravaganza is what that is. (laughs) Okay? Okay. So who do we have left? Who do we have left? And I'll listen, somewhere before this hour, as I'll give you the finish story about uh, Hulk Hogan. I I mean, he just, he's a fascinating guy. And, um, boy, just if there's ever proof that a reality show, and we've seen it in other, that'd be a good thing to, segment to talk about. I should probably look up all the people and their reality shows and how they've, fared after the reality show started because there's not many that you can think of hey the reality show made life better right there's not many most of them their lives have crumbled out of control because of it and hulk is no exception to that he is most definitely no exception to that He was, I mean, he was on top of the world. I used to see him, you know, a couple times, two or three times a week. His uh, son and daughter went to the same school as my oldest son for about a year. And uh, his son played football with my boy. And it was, you know, eighth or ninth grade school. And uh, seventh grade, something like that. And it was, uh, you know, we used to see him, and it was nice because it was a private school, and, you know, so it was, it was a small campus and stuff. And uh, he would come in. I'd, he'd come in and watch the boys practice. And uh, after the matches, uh, it was amazing because, he, you know, you, you could barely move. He'd be slow moving after the matches. I mean, he was still traveling around, uh, you know, doing shows two or three times a week, for sure once a week, the big shows. And, uh, wow. I mean, then he signed the deal for the reality show, and he pulled his kids out of the school and homeschooled because he wanted, you know, they were going to, you know, shoot the reality show. And that was at his house, not far from where we lived there in Florida. His house was just a tad bigger than mine, just so you know. And in a little bit higher-priced neighborhood. But, hey, I digress. Um, So after that, their life crumbled out of control. Because in the beginning of those reality shows, it all seems pretty good. Right? It seems pretty good. You think about it. Uh, there's cameras and everybody's filming your life and it's ha ha ha. And then, you know, everybody has little things that they don't talk about that they don't. It's just weird. I don't, I don't, I mean, what we do here at the blaze and the Glenn Beck program is damn near a reality show, but there's still some doors that are closed 
Now I'm just thinking about Now I'm just talking off the top of my head. There's still some doors that are closed, right? I mean, there's still some windows you can't see through. But for the most part, what happens here uh, at the Blaze Radio Network and the Glenn Beck Program uh, and Mercury Studios is damn near a reality show. I mean, there's, there's not much. There's not very many doors that are remain closed in your life, in our lives. And you work really hard to keep some of those doors closed. Because it's easy to open them all. I mean, that's what we do. We, you know, we're, we're, we're with you. This is what we do. This is our lives. Welcome to it. And it's, it's, uh, it's hard. It's hard to keep some doors closed so that it's yours. Nobody else's. Yours, and that's you know your family, whatever your wife, your kids. I mean, they're a part of our of our reality show here. Everyone's got a wife and family and kids that are talked about, been shown. You see them out with us. So and it, and it's hard to explain to your kids. Okay, here is a door that's closed, and we're not going to open it. Okay. Nobody needs to come in through that door. You don't need to tell anybody, you know, you don't need to talk. It's it. It's very hard sometimes. And I'm not even Glenn. Think about it. Now, most of you get to listen and and enjoy it. And, and we love it. That's why we do it. I mean, that's why. Because we love it and we want to share and we're talking about the world and life and and. and we're sharing some of the same struggles, but it's, if you don't keep those doors, some of those doors closed, you end up Hulk Hogan. You end up, uh, what's her face? You know, ODing on drugs in the Bahamas. You end up, you know, Olympic star wanting to be a, believing you're a female. I mean, that's, yeah, to show me a reality show where life hasn't just spun out of control for these people. I mean, the Kardashians are still going. They're still spinning out of control like a tornado. I mean, they're just like a water spout, man. And Hulk the same way. And it ends up with Hulk suing a website. For showing a couple of minute video of him having sex with his presumed best friend's wife. And I don't know that Bubba was in the room filming it. Wouldn't surprise me. But that relationship has been shattered, or so I'm told. Because I thought originally it was some kind of bit. Bubba's radio show and Hulk's life. I thought it was some kind of bit. We see now that it, he claims he was at the you know bottom of the barrel of his life. Everything was out of control. The wife is off running around. Hell, the kids are 
doing time and partying. His daughter is singing, you know, national anthem at the hockey game. Ooh. So, you know, he wins the $100 million. Good. God bless him. Gawker. You know, look. If I have a website and someone sends me a two-minute video of Hulk Hogan, uh, let me say, uh, on my websites, I should rephrase that. <laughs> Somebody tells, sends me a video of Hulk Hogan. The guy who has danced around in front of cameras in his underwear and boots for years. And talked about what a great thing and how his body is beautiful and how his man part is so great. And he's, they, they, I see a video, a two-minute video of him having sex with a female, let alone a female that's supposed to be the wife of his so-called best friend. And I'm not supposed to air that. I'm not supposed to put that on my website. Come on now. Come on. And I'm not a big fan of Bubba, but you know, the guy has been around forever and put on some shows and made a fortune. So, you know, Good for him. Good for him. He and I had it out once. He didn't like me very much. (laughs) That's another story. (laughs) When he was being sued, all right, I'll tell you what it is. When he was being sued uh, in Tampa, for killing the pig. I don't even remember what the what the charges were or whatever. He killed this pig as part of a radio bit at his radio show. He was working he was working on the same building I was for Clear Channel in Tampa Bay. I was working, you know, he was down the hall. Just, you know, see him every day. And uh so and I remember uh, one of my which kid was one of my younger kids was was born because I remember laying in the hospital bed with my wife holding my new baby watching the news report of Bubba on the stand in the trial, and he is uh, it looks like he's got a suit that's too big it doesn't fit him now I get you know then I thought ah he's just wearing it because he's trying to be you know an everyday guy on the stand not. The big radio star I got. So, driving into the new, driving into the next morning, go to work. I didn't take any time off for the baby. Are you kidding me? There's work to do. There's a radio show to put on. So I hear the news report, and the radio newsman does the report of Bubba. Our our news radio station that I was working for, our news anchor, does a news report of the Bubba story. And he says, Martin Giles, the best news guy in the world, um, retired now, Martin Giles, we love him, he, uh, he does the news report. And in his news report, he says, and Bubba, he talks about Bubba on the stand, in a bad suit. 
<laughs> and I laugh and I'm like, yeah, it sure was. And I laugh and I don't think anything of it. So I'm in the hallway later. I come out of one of the production rooms and there's Bubba's producer talking to uh, the news producer lady. Uh, Shayna. And it doesn't mean anything to you. Shayna Lance. If you just live in Tampa, you know who she is. And uh, she did the news for us on WFLA. And she's changing people's radio lives every day now in Tampa Bay. And uh, so Bubba's producer is standing in the hallway railing at her about the news saying that he was in a bad suit. And she's saying, hey, I've got the script right here. It doesn't say that. And so I say, oh, yeah, Martin said that. I, I hear over here, I say, yeah, Martin said that. It must not have been in the script. That was just him. Because he saw the clip the same as I did and thought the same thing. And he just threw it in there as, as, a, as a, 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 an offhanded remark in the news. And he was in a bad suit. And, he, and, and I said, yeah, I heard him say it. It might not be in the script, but he said it. He was just talking about the clip. And so Bubba's producer turns and starts saying some things to me uh, in language I'm not going to use here. And I was like, well, dude, um, it was just a report. And seriously, did you see the clip? Because the suit didn't fit that good. And he's pissed and storms off. So a little while later, I come out, I come down the, down the hallway out of the production room, and here comes his producer and Bubba walking down the hallway. And his producer's going, that's him. That's the guy. <laughs> and Bubba starts screaming at me. I'm on trial for my life. I got, I'm on trial for my life, and uh, things are serious, and you guys are joking around about my suit. And I was like, Bubba. I, I'm with you. I think it's the stupidest thing ever. And he was found. The, the trial went away. It was stupid. It was found innocent. I was like, I'm, I, I'm with you. I got it. I think it's a, a joke that you're on trial for this thing. But seriously, it was a bad suit. <laughs> he was so pissed. He started screaming at me and walking away and screaming back at me and threatening things that never came to fruition. Uh, Never happened. Um, He did threaten them, but they never happened. But he was was really mad at me that day. All for wearing a bad suit. Go figure. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show. It is that on the Blaze Radio Network. Okay, so where should we go? I, I, I apologize for going, you know, Hulk Hogan, Bubba the Love Sponge story. I just got sidetracked and just wanted to share 
I just felt like I needed to share today. Okay? And I got it. I got it. Okay? I tell you the story that I, I, I lean toward, hey, Bubba shouldn't have been upset about the video being shown. And then the same story I'm telling you that, you know, there are some doors in our lives that we like to remain closed. And perhaps that was one of his. And he wanted to remain closed so that when it opened up, a lot of times some of the doors that we don't want open, we really shouldn't open at all. Those doors should remain locked at all times. I got it. I got it. Okay. So since we have very little time here, this is the political section for you. Okay. Because, you know, who's left? I mean, I should say who remains in the campaign, right? Ted Cruz, John Kasich, Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, Bernie Sanders. Now, I haven't endorsed anyone since uh, Jim Gilmore and he dropped out. Uh, you know, I think you know now who it would be if I did. Uh, a lot. Of, we could go on and on about Donald Trump and how bad he is and how many people like him. Anonymous has declared war on him. Chris Christie is making excuses for him, saying he didn't mean literal riots. I think he meant political riots. He's just a bad guy. He's just a bad guy. But hey, you know what he says? He's going to make America great again. He's even got an umbrella that opens up and says it, so you got to believe him, right? Right. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. It is that. Welcome to it. How in the world are you? Thanks for coming along for the ride today. I appreciate it. As I'm plundering through where I'm at and what I wanted to talk to you about. Because I drifted away with my Hulk Hogan (laughs) Bubba stories. (laughs) So one of my favorite stories. We'll do this, and then we'll we'll get to uh, we'll get to uh, animals in the news this week because we've had uh, big time animal stories in the news this week. But one of my favorite stories is the North Korean story, where American tourist Otto Warmbier, twenty one, a University of Virginia undergraduate, sentenced to fifteen. Years, 15 years, for taking a banner, right? Now, some of you are all wound up, thinking that it's, uh, you know, hey, it's punishment not fitting to the crime. Uh, Some of you are saying that, uh, hey, what is this Dingleberry thinking? He claimed before that it was taking it as a, I think uh, 
the original thing I saw was that he was taking it for a friend's mom or something. He just wanted it for a knickknack. Um, the trial was, you know, a whole hour long in North Korea. Now, the United States has said, hey, what are you doing? Personally, I think it's unbelievably stupid that we we have allowed North Korea to do this to one of our citizens. But this is proof why we need a strong president. Like, I don't know, for example, just as an example off the top of my head, Ted Cruz. But many of you, my favorite, uh, my favorite post on Otto was, so the term dip crap comes to mind. What and who is informing these idiots in our universities? We should extradite his professors and parents to North Korea to serve as accomplices to his stupidity. I kind of agree with that. You're in North Korea. Okay. You're in North Korea. You know what? I'm going to steal something. Huh? Nobody will ever know. (laughs) And if I get caught, what are they going to do? In America, they'd slap my hand and I would just go back to class. Not in North Korea. Now, Otto, a 21-year-old University of Virginia student, uh, 15 years hard labor, After being sentenced, he had a little bit of an idea of how he felt and what a, what a stupid thing it was that he did. My brother and my sister need me. I beg that you see how I am only human. How I have made the worst mistake of my life. Uh huh. Uh huh. In his tearful statement made before his trial, this guy is just a crybaby. He's told reporters he was offered a used car worth $10,000 if he could get a propaganda banner and was also told that if he was detained and didn't return, 200000 would be paid to his mother in the form of a charitable donation. So his mother gets two hundred grand for 15 years, maybe, now that it's out. See, he heard, hey, I'm going to get... This, is, this is, goes back to my Botox commercial. He heard... We'll give you a used car for $10,000 for a propaganda banner. Yeah, I'm going to do that. He didn't hear, hey, but if you happen to be detained and you can't return because they throw you in prison for 15 years, I'll give your mom a couple hundred thousand. Maybe. You'll be in prison. You'll never know. He didn't hear that. All he heard was, hey, I'll give you a used car worth ten grand if you get a propaganda banner. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. 
Good for you, Otto. Good for you. All right. Animal stories in the news. First, we have good news. The circus has stopped using, is going to stop using elephants. Well, new African elephants have arrived at the Dallas Zoo. They flew them in, traveled them down the road. Happy, happy, happy. 17 African elephants arrived in the U.S. last week. 17. Five of those go to the Dallas Zoo. The other 12 will be split evenly between Omaha's Henry Dorley Zoo and Aquarium and Wichita's Sedgwick County Zoo. But hey, the circus. No. No, 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 no. But you get to go see him in the zoo. No problem. It was sad news at the Fort Worth Zoo here in the Metroplex. We had a big hailstorm the other night, and it's such a weird phenomenon here. The hail, it's, it's you know, it's like it's hailing over there, and here there's nothing. There's no rain. It's a, maybe a little bit of wind. But a hailstorm killed uh, several animals at the zoo, so they were all bummed out because the birds that came in to do their job and Oh, what, what, are, what happened to those animals? I don't know. They're dead. And we had um, sad news from uh, SeaWorld. They're trying to catch up with the circus. Uh, people can still go to the zoo and see animals, but they can't go to attractions. They can't go to attractions. That's why the circus is getting rid of their... I still am a little miffed at the circus for getting rid of the elephants. And now I'm going to be miffed at SeaWorld. When you go to SeaWorld, yeah, 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 you'll see all the dolphins, and you'll go, and you'll see the fishies, and you'll have your little ice cream bar shaped like a whale. I mean, you have to have the ice cream bar shaped like a whale. It's a must. Just saying. And uh, you walk around, it's beautiful, and you ride a couple of rides. But the big attraction is seeing the whales. It's the whales. We want to see them jump out of the water. We want to see them splash the people. We want to be in the splash zone. That's what we're there for. We're not there to sit in the stands in the whale tank and watch them swim around underneath the water and once in a while see their blowhole out of the water. And we want to see them jump out of the water and have the trainer ride them. We want that. Not anymore. SeaWorld said uh, it's ending the controversial captive breeding program for orcas. It's controversial? Oh, yes, that's right, because of a movie that was wrong. The killer whales currently in its care will be the last generation of orcas at SeaWorld. The company said it's ending all orca breeding as of today. Officially putting an end to practiced animal rights activists have called inhumane. And already been prohibited by officials in California. See, come on. Society is changing and we're changing with it. You're going to change with the SeaWorld right out of business. Now, they came under fire because of the stupid, and they're calling it a documentary. It is, it's not a documentary. It's an opinionary blackfish. 
which spotlighted the animals' living conditions and the dangers posed to their handlers. Yeah, yeah, they're dangerous. People do stuff all the time on their jobs that are dangerous. That's what they get paid for. company CEO resigned in December after months of declining revenue. If you think it's declining now, I wonder why it's declined in California. You can't have the orcas. I know it's declining. We get rid of the orcas at SeaWorld in California. And I wonder, 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 wonder what's going to happen when they don't have the whale shows anymore. Huh. Huh. This announcement reaffirms our commitment to not collect marine mammals from the wild. After all, we haven't collected an orca from the wild in almost 40 years, and the orcas at SeaWorld were either born here or have spent almost their entire lives in human care. Huh. Huh. The CEO of the Humane Society. Today's announcement signals that the era of captive display of orcas will end and that SeaWorld will redouble its work around rescue and rehabilitation of marine mammals in crisis and partner with us to tackle global threats to marine creatures. Where a humane society gets their money. Donations and donations and, uh, oh yeah, the government. I'll double check that though, because I'm sure the Humane Society will fact check me and say we don't get any of our money from the government. Our money comes in all donations. You lied. So if I'm wrong, I apologize. But I'm willing to bet they get government money. Places like the Humane Society usually all do. And my favorite animal story of the week. Exploding beaver exhibit. Now, I could go and read the story, and I did, knowing that it would ruin everything in my life because I was just wanted to be happy with the headline, Exploding Beaver Exhibit. So I'm not going to read the story or tell you what the story is. I just want you to lay back. Take a sip of coffee, take another drag off that cigarette, and think to yourself, this week, there was an exploding beaver exhibit. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show. That it is. Welcome to it. All right. Um, before I see a headline about the bearded woman taking the catwalk, and so of course I click on it. I mean, that's a must, right? You see, a <laughs> you can't move on from a bearded woman on the catwalk story. You just that's a, that's a, embarrassing if you were to move on. So her name. H-A-R-N-A-A-M-K-A-A-U-R, 25, has 
polycystic ovary syndrome, PCOS, a hormone imbalance disorder which causes her to grow excess facial hair. Okay. You know what? Sorry about that. It's a real shame. But, okay, so you may, you're walking on the catwalk for a jewelry designer with your bearded face. I'm always stepping out of the norm. My beard to me is like sticking the middle finger up at society who think women should look a certain way. But here I am, totally wrecking stereotypes, rules, and regulations. Congratulations. Actually, she's right. I mean, just because most people don't like women with beards. (laughs) How stupid can those people be not to like women with beards? (laughs) Okay. Okay. And Kellogg's. What do you think of when you hear snap, crackle, pop? Of course. You think of Rice Krispies and Rice Krispie treats. Well... Don't look at the video that emerged. It's a couple-year-old video now of a man urinating on a Kellogg's cereal assembly line in Memphis, Tennessee. It's where they made the Rice Krispie treats. It was a man urinating on the cereal assembly line in Memphis. I mean, here I thought they were just stale. I mean, you want to talk about new meaning into Rice Krispies. And now instead of Snap, Crackle, Pop, you've got Snap, Crackle, Pee. Thank you. Be here all week. You can use those if you want. No problem. Remember, if while listening you experience difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness, it may be signs of life-threatening condition. Alert your doctor right away. If you feel the urge to continue listening... Do so at your own risk, as it may be the thing that prepares you for the afterlife. See you next week. Thanks for being here. Anybody tell you you look good today? Well, you do. You, you look fantastic. Except you're not really going to wear that all day, are you? Okay. Looks good on you. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.